Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Everyday Wholeness Show with Janet Uribe and Karen Stultz. We are your, your guides of, of wholeness in every aspect of your life. The more understanding we have about what is going on, the more we can be aware and observe all of the wholeness that really is ours to enjoy. And so what do you think about all the, the things going on, Janet? And how are things whole with things going on if we are observing it? Well, the thing is, there's so much resistance on all of our parts in general mm. to really not look at the whole. So we want to look at things that support our current belief systems or opinions, mm -hmm. and we want them to resonate with us. But it's not often that most people are open to the idea of something challenging their current belief or challenging how they feel about something, challenging how they perceive something. So I often sit with children, you know, I work with a lot of children and I will do an activity and tell them, I want you to make my eyeballs look in a certain direction. And they'll say, okay. So they'll go to the side of the room. They'll start dancing, doing whatever, twirling, dropping things, trying to make my eyeballs look in a direction, but they do not. They stay focused in one linear direction. And the true observer does not lose that way. Yeah, the, the true observer is aware and allows of the things going on around them in all things that are making that, that difference in our lives that are making us um, react, respond, doing whatever we need to do. But being able to observe it and just taking that breath and looking at something rather than there, I need to, I, I need to speak out. I need to be brave. I need to stand up for myself. But allowing the observance of things to take place and just noticing it's part of the mindfulness. Yeah. Yeah. Of what's going yeah. on. Uh, if you can honor yourself enough to just stand back and say, what, what's really going on here? Yeah. Let, let's and, take a look at the big picture. Absolutely. And what's fascinating is a lot of us grew up with parents that when we were toddlers, if we weren't getting what we wanted, we were conditioned that if I speak louder, if I throw a tantrum, if I get real reactive, I'm going to get some dopamine going up in this room. <laughs> and then someone's going to look in my direction. Then someone's going to see how angry I am. Then someone's going to see how I really feel about this. Then someone's going to listen to me. However, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you just get punished. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes you just get punished. You're right. And victimized even further. Yep. Yes. So where I take my student clients with this is what would be a better approach 
for you to bring my eyes to the direction you would like me to look. And they engage in conversation. And as they start moving and we are connected at a deeper level, connected at a heart connection conversation, I let my eyes travel in the direction of which they are moving. I will even move my entire body to where they are standing to show that I am trying to look at their perspective. Yeah. By the way, I don't do this for them to go home and like mind fuck their parents. I do this so that they can also learn to live in a multifaceted world and not be as John Demartini says it. I love how he says this ignorant, not ignorant, but ignorant to other beliefs, philosophies, truths, realities, and balances that are out there. But what ends up happening is that we end up getting so attached to an opinion that we live a not so holistic way. (laughs) Well, that's true. That's true. And, And if we're not feeling that holistic way, and like we've said before in other shows, being whole takes in all of the, the down times as well as the up times. Yeah. You can't always have it up. But being aware and, and observing and, and being allowing of a situation that might previously have been a challenge, a trigger made you feel bad yeah it comes right down to it if you can look and observe what is really going on and recognizing almost like we we do this in the um uh, awesome life success system stepping back if you have been angry about something just imagine yourself looking at the people involved and looking around at this, what was going on? What were you smelling? What you were hearing? What you were feeling? What was actually being said? And just as an observer, look at that and then be aware of how you would prefer to have had it. Now, that doesn't mean that a situation is going to change, but how you would prefer that it was gives you the resources so that you can respond in a way that serves you best. Because remember, the only one that we can control is ourselves. That's it. And if we can observe a situation from another viewpoint, we might be able to understand better so that we're not triggered and drawn into the emotional level that might have been an issue in previous times. Yeah. Does that make sense? That does for me. I'll take it deeper too. Yeah. What is the resistance with wanting to look? What is the resistance to not wanting to see a different perspective? 
what is the resistance? And so what a lot of times what we'll end up doing without realizing it as we become more self-aware from the time we're born, we become self-aware friends from the time you feel external human touch holding you. You're aware that there is a me versus you or, or me and you in that case, the versus is taught by society. So self-awareness, you start to identify your world by your sensory perception, Mm -hmm. by your touch, by your logical reasoning abilities, by your opinion. The thing that you weren't taught typically, and by the way, we're recording this, what date would say is June 28th, 2022. So if anyone's listening to this in 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, we're not taught how to unlearn opinions, how to challenge our own belief systems, how to do this so that we can become an observer as opposed to just reacting to listen to this, opinions. Think of how many times you have given your power away to someone else's opinion. Think about how many opinions come into your mind daily, Mm. like a fluid thought. And those opinions suddenly decide for you, they decide for you how you're going to feel. And then suddenly, you know, we're here to grow and self-actualize and evolve and expand. And suddenly you have everything from a parent, a sibling, a coworker, a spouse, an entire government that will set a new rule with you that does not resonate with your opinion. Mm. And you even give all of your power away to that as well. Mm -hmm. And those external factors of the the partners, the siblings, the parents, the co-workers, your government are actually there to show you something. However, are you observing? Mm -hmm. And there is nothing wrong with having an opinion. There's nothing wrong with it. They serve us. But as an observer, you are better able to choose and understand why you have that opinion yes, and what it is doing for you to have that opinion or what you need to let go of so that you can release the opinions that are not serving you. But honoring and being um, responsible of yourself to recognize that it is an opinion. And where did you learn it? Where did it come from? Why is it there? How is it serving you? And honor it and be responsible for it. And honestly, until you are the observer and willing to look, Um, there is a lot of reaction and unhappiness that can occur. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that either. 
No. Because even those releases or responses, reactions, are there to show you that there is an underlying information that you are ignorant to. I love that. Ignorant. I had not heard that. <laughs> that statement before. So that that's so much fun. And and that is exactly what it is. And ignorance is not a bad thing. No. We cannot know everything. Mm-hmm. What is ignorance? Ignorance is simply not knowing. Yeah. And when we do know, then we can create the opinion. But again, if you can step back, if there is something that is troubling you that is not contributing to you feeling whole, allow yourself to step back, to release, to let go of those things. And everyone is different and how people are able to release and let go. It's not the same for everybody, which is why Janet and I have these huge toolboxes of ways of doing that to to help you as an individual release some of that so that you can feel, if not totally whole, a whole lot better. And isn't that what we all want? I was talking to somebody today, Janet, who... She, she always wants to move forward. Absolutely. As do I. As long as you are making that minimum of 1% moving forward, solution finding, taking the action, res- uh, responsive action, I guess, um, intelligence and whatnot, it just feels a whole lot better moving forward. And that's what helps contribute to our wholeness. Um, We've talked about it before, how we were put on this earth. And I don't remember if it was the magical tea party or during one of these podcasts, but we've, we've talked about, and by the way, everybody, come to the Magical Tea Party on the third Thursday of each month at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can register for it at karenstultz.com forward slash tea party so that you can get reminders. But wherever it was, it was by being able to allow the responsiveness to let go and, and just feel better about yourself, forgiveness of yourself and others. And it's a whole lot easier if you can just step back and observe in your mind's eye the way you would like to have it as opposed to maybe what was how we can make a difference because we can control how we will respond to a situation in the future. The past is the past. It's gone. We cannot change the past. 
we can be in the moment of now. And in the moment of now is when we are able to change our future. But we are not able to change our past at all. But as an observer, we can look at it with a new eye that can help us handle it a whole lot better without the resistance. And like Janet had mentioned, if you find yourself resistant, that's a great question. Why are you not willing to look? Yeah, we start to self-identify with opinions, right? Or beliefs. It is, listen to this, my opinion. Yeah. It is my belief. So you start to self-identify with things so much that it's not even true to who you really are because you are not an opinion and you are not a belief. Yet we'll go there. That's and, a good point. Yeah. And for any of you guys that probably struggle with a past that you're having trouble letting go of, because even, even that can hold you back. Same person who you wrote the book called Letting Go, uh, Dr. Hawkins. He even wrote something along the lines of, and, and don't quote me directly, friends, but it's very similar to all mistakes are only mistakes because they are an opinion. And they're a mistake if you want to make it that way, which is yeah. the opinion. Yes. Yeah. You're labeling yeah. it. And it is, it is a mistake, period. Mm -hmm. It is an opportunity to make a change in the future by making the decision, the choice now. Because as you say, uh, a mistake is just that. A mistake is an opinion. There we go. Well said, Karen. Oh my gosh, I love it. But yeah, so be good to yourselves, my friend. Be kind to yourself. If you're being kind to yourself, it's hard to not be kind to another. It really is. And, and when you are kind to yourself, that heart center goes out into the world and makes a huge difference in ways that you may never even see but are making a difference. I can't tell you how many times people have come to me and said, oh my gosh, Karen, what you said 20 years ago made such a difference in my life. I said, excuse me, we talked before? Really? Okay. <laughs> well, I'm so happy. I, I'm thrilled. But when it is said from the heart and you truly want to send that love out there because you are living that wholeness. What a great world. What a great world. Yeah. And it's interesting because it would create more collaborations for us as a collective society as well. Heart-centered mm -hmm. space. And as I tell my students, you're not going to move someone's eyes into the direction that you want them to go by means of force, by means of reactivity, by means of manipulation, by means of control. 
But if you can gather their energy because you have met it at a heart-based place, then there's much more potential there for a true exchange and understanding the other person. Mm-hmm. Understanding the under the other person. Yeah. From a heart space. You can as, inspire change that way. Yeah. As opposed to understanding the other person from judgment. Exactly. From my belief, from my opinion. That I, by the way, happened to learn outside of me. <laughs> well, and oftentimes it's kind of cool that you mentioned that, Janet, because I you have heard it. Um, quite often I will state my opinion Mm -hmm. and I will say, this is my opinion. Yeah. And, but it is uh, owning my opinion. Mm -hmm. I mean, it can't change. Absolutely not. If you give me a different perspective, when you change your perspective, you change your truth and your truth has big impact on the opinion that you hold. So as long as you are open and allowing and aware, which comes from observing, my opinion, maybe I should say my, in my personal opinion at this moment, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, any number of ways. And again, it comes back to intention, how how does this, how do the words, what do the words mean that we put out there to and, us? And then, you know, to go further there, because we're not bashing opinions, right? The idea no. is, do you know where it came from? And I know that you're like me, Karen, you want to understand where did it come from? When did it evolve? What were the events that led to it? The other day I was, I was talking <laughs> to my partner and I said, listen, I just need to tell you this. I need X, Y, Z because I have trauma around A, B, C. And this is where I am today. (laughs) Today. And I'm working on it. So in six months, a year, in 40 years, we might not be having this interaction in this way, but this is what I need today. Can you do it? Yes or no? Hands down. He said, I got it. I can do this. No big deal. I understand. And it wasn't for me to control, manipulate, or shame or anything. It was just for me to say, this is how, where I am on this topic today. In this moment, in this time. Exactly. Uh-huh. It and will change. In the surely, future. surely it'll change. <laughs> as, as we are able to observe what happened in the past, but it's, it's taking that responsibility to look at it. And just kind of ask, you can make it fun. You know, for me, fun is number one. Oh yeah, he was laughing at me when I was telling him. (laughs) And you can can make it kind of fun and just say, well, you know, let let me kind of visualize, imagine, remember what, where this might have come from and, and observe where did, and then you could ask yourself, is this your truth or somebody else's truth? Yeah. And what is it? Again, ask the universe for help. Or Janet and I, we're happy to help you clear some of those, those things and understand it a little bit more. But to be able to just say, okay, 
that's interesting. And, and I say it a lot. Yes, this is my opinion and I've looked at it and yeah, it's my opinion and I like it. I'm, I'm owning it. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to hang on to this. I, yeah. My husband is a pretty nice guy. I'm going to hang on to that opinion. <laughs> um, he's a pretty miserable person. Well, you know what? That doesn't really serve me too much. Definitely doesn't serve him. Um, he doesn't know, so he doesn't care, but it doesn't serve me at all. Well, that's an opinion too. Yeah. Do I want to hang on to it or not? And then not only that, guys, like if you look at the holistic approach of being the observer, holding on to things, not holding on to things, does this serve me, does this not serve me? As a collective, there is a tendency, I won't call it an absolute truth or anything or an always thing, a tendency to have struggle with dichotomies. So, you know, I was just speaking with a friend about this last night in my bathroom. We were talking about Mother Teresa and I actually love Mother Teresa. I, I like when I was a little girl that resonated with me so much. Her compassion and love for humanity to want to be of service. The part that didn't resonate as much was the devout part, but that's okay. Cause I love humans no matter what the belief system is. And that's really. about feeling right there. Yeah. Right there. And so, by the way, I doubt she was shaming people as she was tending to them on their deathbed for not believing in Catholicism. So it, the idea being this, she did so much good. She gathered funds for humanity to do good. However, you know, years later, it would come out that perhaps this conditions that sometimes were used in some of her facilities were not sanitary or needles were being used multiple times or there's so many various components. And people were villainizing her. But, to, but at the end of the day, somehow she also came here to do much good. But there's a tendency when we're not in the observant role and we're in the let me judge role that we'll only see one-sided perspectives. Again, that ignorant part. One-sidedness. So you could have a person that does many great deeds and then with one act or one choice, bam, all erased. I now have a completely different opinion of you. You are absolutely and holy, this type of person. Instead of recognizing that there is both good and bad, right and wrong, or let's slash all of those words out altogether, complexity uniqueness and and all we right. all have it we all, all every single one of us have it so yeah exactly it and and i i i'm sitting here laughing a little bit because i was i was reading um founding mothers by koki roberts i think it was and founding mothers changed my opinions of our founding fathers in a major way and people I never thought highly of I began to think very highly of 
and people that I always thought were wonderful and fantastic, Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson. No, my opinion of them shifted a lot. So getting as the observer, all right, what they are doing was good stuff. How they were doing it, nah, I don't go along with some of the things that they did to achieve these things. Does that make them totally bad or totally good? Absolutely not. Because we are called humans and humans have issues and nobody is totally bad and totally good. It's simply a case of observing what is important to you at the moment and how do you want to be in the future? And being in this moment gives you the opportunity to change. It's not a mistake. It's a mistake. Damn, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and on that note, <laughs> oh. I've got like, after that, I, I, we need a mic drop after, after that one. <laughs> um, yeah, friends. So mistake, don't beat yourself up. You're whole. It's all part of the experience. Don't look at your neighbor's yard and sit there and one criticize them in judgment. They're doing the whole human gig like you are. That's right. All are. And we just have a choice. We don't need to live in judgment because that really does create more angst quite often. Yeah. Even if it's good judgment, quote unquote, if, if that good judgment is not totally accurate then becomes bad judgment and it's like I don't know. oh yeah so it's I, maximizing someone else and minimizing you and so on yeah and, and at the very the convoluting the the at the exact same time this is good this isn't but that's where the observer comes in and you can choose to make the change in the moment so be whole, guys. We do love you. You are wonderful, and we really appreciate you listening to our podcast and leaving your thoughts and share comments with us. We would love to hear them. Any last words? Anything great going on for you? I've uh, anything going on for you doesn't have to be great, Janet. <laughs> no, my friend, I was just connecting with the energy of it because at the end of the day, friends, what came in at this moment was you are loved. You are loved. And so are those that we sometimes pass judgment on. They are loved. When you pass judgment on self, you are loved. With every act or inaction, you are loved. With every take or mistake, you are loved. With every malevolent or benevolent existence, you are loved. Possibly 
maybe consider that you could love yourself in that way wholly and unconditionally. Be whole. Mm -hmm. Be whole. So until next time, thank you for joining us. Uh, come to the Magical Tea Party. Register for it while it's still uh, free to register. And then we would love to have you join us. Understand all of the amazingness that is Janet and card readings from myself and enjoy. Behold, guys. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye, friends.